Welcome to Munchkin Land, a show where we sit around and we play games. Sometimes we talk about games, and that's what we're doing this week. And here's the thing. I know many of you were thinking, oh, Stephen, I was heading over to your, your YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video, to check out this Ghostbusters game that you guys played like six months ago, <laughs> and you've been promising it would be up on the site. Well, guess what, listeners? We had the opportunity to do a show live from Fort Hayes State University at the uh, Cat G meeting. And they're here. Oh, you can hear them. There they are. Yeah. <laughs> Actual audience. And so we thought we would go ahead and put that out this week also because we have a sponsor this week for our audio podcast side. Our sponsor this week is Loot Crate. How many of you are Loot Crate subscribers? Let me hear a round of a whoops and hollers. What? Really? Come on. Okay. So what do you guys, you, are you guys know what Loot Crate is? It's a monthly subscription box. It's full of awesome geek and, and uh, pop culture goodness. Less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include T-shirts, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items. April, I think for you guys, is a great month to get on board because the theme for April is Quest. Form a party to explore everywhere from far-off kingdoms to worlds hidden within worlds with exclusive items from Labyrinth, Harry Potter, History Channel's Vikings, and Uncharted 4. And, of course, you get that T-shirt and a loot pin to help equip you and your adventures. Now, here's the important part. If you're going to sign up for this loot crate, you need to do it by April 19th at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific to get this month's crate. If you miss that deadline, April 19th at 9 o'clock p.m., you are out. So here's what you need to do. You need to head to lootcrate.com slash munchkin and enter the code munchkin to save $3 on any new subscription. It is really that easy. Lootcrate.com slash munchkin. Enter the code munchkin. Save $3 off any new subscription. It's really that easy. Just sit back and wait for all the awesome to arrive, and it comes to your door. My kids love it. My wife loves it. Brad loves it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Lootcrate.com <laughs> slash Munchkin. Thank you, Munchkin. For us. Thank you, Lootcrate, for sponsoring this episode of Munchkin Land. So we are here at Cat G, and um, Cat G's been around for a long time, especially at Fort Hayes State University. And Rob, you're here this week. Yep. And you were a founding member of Cat G. Yes. Uh, Cat G was actually founded here at Fort Hayes State uh, 12 years ago now. Wow. Holy And you've only crap. been graduated Old for man. a year now, right? Uh, <laughs> graduated for four. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we decided that just hanging out and playing games wasn't enough. We wanted to convince other people to do so for mm-hmm. as long as we possibly could and started the club. Yeah, and this is a nationwide organization, right? Uh, yes. It's actually international. Uh, the original wow. president does English as a second language in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's started up two different clubs because he's taught in two different locations there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started up clubs there, and we've got clubs across the country. Cool. So people can nice. go check out their – I mean, this isn't just for college students, right? No, it's open to anybody. Uh, I know we've got at least one high school that was actually in the uh, – that, that does have a club. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where it is because I haven't dealt with any of it for a few years since mm-hmm. I – been out of college for yeah, a few for years. Yeah, for a few years. 12 months, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's great. And really, Cat uh, G, thanks. thank you guys for letting us come down here and record this episode. It's so much fun. Hopefully more people will listen to this and you will have a ton of people uh, coming to future meetings to play games. Now, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite games that we've been playing over the last couple of years. And, you know, just a little background. Um, I was not a gamer growing up. I didn't play video games because we couldn't afford it. So I'm excited to hit my mic. 
um, we couldn't. I, my parents couldn't afford video games, so I didn't do that. Didn't have board games. Really didn't do that much. Uh, didn't get into Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I bought a couple of the uh, AD and D stuff, Redbox stuff, uh, back in the day, but I had no one to play with it because small school. Everybody's jocks. Uh, nerds don't look on those kinds of things. And so it just kind of sat there and didn't do anything until um, I started up Major Spoilers. And uh, my friend Rodrigo, who's been on this show many a time, uh, was talking about Dungeons and Dragons like, man, I've always been interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons. And so that turned into our Critical Hit podcast, which is a lot of fun and a lot of people listen to it. And, and listeners, if you are uh, checking us out and you haven't listened to Critical Hit, you want to learn how to play the game, go look for it in the Major Spoilers podcast network feed. You'll find it there. Uh, but then we went to Nerdtacular, was it 2002? I mean, uh, 11, 12, well, something like that. Four years ago, I think. Four yeah, or five years like ago. That, yeah. And Rob was like, hey, man, I'm going to bring a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what are you going to bring? And Rob said, Munchkin. And I was like, what is Munchkin? And Rob brought like 20 different versions of Munchkin. Every version that was out at the time. <laughs> And uh, we were sitting around before one of the, the meetings, and I fell in love with Munchkin. I thought it was a fantastic game. And I said, There's, somehow we've got to turn that into a podcast. And so for the last four or five years, we have been recording our Munchkin games and other games and uh, sharing them with the rest of the world. And you know, I think that if people aren't sure about board games, they could go and check out Cat G at their local university or here if you're in uh, the Hayes area. Go check them out. I think they meet six six o'clock on uh, every Monday or every Monday, yeah. every Monday at Rare Call two o five. Go check them out there. Um, but you'll get a chance to experience different games. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I'll go down a, a game aisle and I go, "What game do I buy?" I mean, I don't know what any of this stuff is. And look at the prices on some of these things. Yes. I mean, uh, there's one game that's like seven hundred dollars just to get in on the ground floor. <laughs> what kind of moron would do that? I don't know, but there's two of them sitting at this table. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> um, so, one of the nice things about going to places like CAD G or your local gaming store, if they have an open gaming night, is that you get to experience other games. Mm-hmm. And so tonight, Rob, Brian. Dr. Will and I are sitting here talking about our favorite games that we like to play that maybe you've not been exposed to before. Or maybe if you've listened to this show, maybe some of those games are out there, but games that are just fun to play. And maybe that will be your entrance to uh, the world of gaming. So we're just going to start and we're going to do a round robin style. And uh, Rob, why don't you start us off with one of your favorite games that you enjoy playing? All right. So uh, I'm going to be kind of boring and most of mine are actually going to be stuff we have played uh, on munchkin land one of the the first one is smash up which we've actually played oh, God, quite a smash bit up. on munchkin land but i can love smash up how many of you know smash up anybody here know smash up oh man it uh, is a fun game yeah you get, unless you're playing with robert bryan <laughs> ha uh, <laughs> yeah just the the base concept of taking two random factions and mm-hmm. throwing them together to get weird combinations is just fun and the fact that there's they keep producing new factions and there's so many factions to start with means that the possible combinations there's like are, 40 or 50 of them right now i think yeah, there's yeah, there's enough different different combinations that no two games are going to be alike mm-hmm. uh you can find some different combos you can find you know what can be strongest what can be weakest but no two games are going to be completely the same just because of how many possible combinations there are so you could play um you could play zombie wizards could be a faction that you play or uh, you could play sharks cow- cowboy sharks uh, maybe not cowboys what uh, cowboys yet not yet 
play shark tornadoes. You could play shark tornadoes. <laughs> the combinations are literally endless. And it's not an exp- that is not an expensive game to get in. I think it's like 30 bucks or something for the starter set. Maybe 40. Maybe 40. It's it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it on that base set uh, to pick it up because literally just in the base set you've got 36 different uh, combinations that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually if you're interested in it and you don't want to drop the money on the base set, each of the expansions is Playable standalone, two sure, player. or two player. And so, what's the what's the point? What's the what's the goal in um, in Smash Up? Uh, so yeah, you uh, use your faction up. to take over bases and get points based on the bases. And the first one, first to, 15 one to fifteen points win. Yep. Yeah, yep. Cool. I like Smash Up. It's a fun game. Um, Brian, what do you have on your list? Uh, I would say one of the funnest games that I really enjoy. It's not a very deep or complex game, but. Uh, I find a lot of fun just constantly or repeatedly playing Bang Dice. Mm. We've been a longtime fan of Bang, the card game, the spaghetti western card game for a long time. Uh, that was always a regular go-to whenever we had a pretty good-sized group of people wanting to play games. Uh, we basically found Bang Dice. I feel that it uh, streamlines and uh, makes the game a lot quicker and easily approachable for even people that are have even less uh, interest in gaming generally they can pick it up pretty quick and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun uh, some things don't always uh, translate well to the dice game like you know I do kind of miss the roaming dynamite stick but uh, no bang dice is just a lot of fun for a quick game where if you, you want to get a good group going when we uh, when we shout out our games you guys here either shout out or raise your hand or something to let us know if you have played these games before. What about Bang Dice? Anybody here? Yeah, oh, you guys I, have played I, I, it a lot? I've these people play before. Okay, cool. <laughs> you don't even know what it's about? I don't know. Uh-oh. They're never here. <laughs> That's why you need to show up so you can experience new games. Brad, what do you have on your on your list? Okay, so I'm going to talk about uh, surprisingly a Cthulhu HP right. Lovecraft game. <laughs> okay, uh, Eldritch Horror. Mm, I, I, I do think, like that game. Yeah, it was an, an awesome, awesome game, and and not even awesome because of the Lovecraft stuff, but awesome because really cool adventure game. You have a character, mm-hmm. your friends have a character. It's a co-op game. You travel the globe. And uh, you defeat one bizarrely giant Cthuloid sort of uh, Cthulhu mythos monster. Now, this is quite different. A couple of weeks ago, I saw somebody brought in like Arkham Horror or something a couple of weeks ago. It's totally different from, from that game. No. I wouldn't say totally no. different. No. I'd say it's probably a smaller, pared down version of Arkham Horror. But yeah, it's make a, a funner, faster game. Yeah, sort of a streamlined mm-hmm. Arkham Horror 2.0. Kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. We played this at your house a couple of oh, yeah. a while ago. Yeah, we played. It was uh, a lot of fun. I was really surprised at how fun it was. Yeah, yeah. It really feels like an adventure game to me. I mean, as yeah. a, mm-hmm. a lot of co-op games uh, feel kind of puzzly. Pandemic mm-hmm. feels kind of puzzly to yeah. me. Um, but this one feels like my little guy is going out in the world and trying to to kill these monsters. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it, it actually it feels very adventuresome to me. I love that game. And just today, Fantasy Flight Games announced a new expansion, Signs of Carcosa. Wow. Yeah. All right. So that's <laughs> What's going to go on with that? Well, uh, as you might guess from the two key words in there, yeah. signs you know, and Yeah, you and I are going to have a you and I are going to have a long talk about your 
fascination with the Yellow King. Yes, yeah. So this is this is all about or the uh, King in Yellow, the King in Yellow, and mm-hmm. Hastur and Great Carcosa, and of course the Yellow Sign. So and it's out today. No, no, they just announced. It. Oh, okay. Uh, third quarter of this year. Okay, cool. All right. Well, mine is one that I love playing with my son because he loves looking at all the cards and figuring out what combination is going to be beat his dad or beat Rob or beat Brian. I don't think Doctor Will. I don't I think never, you've played. No, I never. Uh, or beat the guys at uh, Hastings when we go up there to play he loves dice masters and i love <laughs> dice masters as well anybody here play dice masters mm. nobody oh you've heard of it oh man what dice masters is is it, it's a dice building deck building game so what you do is you have eight characters that you can um you can have on your team and what uh, um whiz kids is released right now you've got all the marvel characters you've got all the dc characters uh you've got Yu-Gi-Oh and uh, dungeons and dragons are the four different sets that they've released and they've released multiple sets of this for 20 dollars, you can get a starter set that lets you and you know friend play with four characters and then you can get the foil packs to where you can try to build up your team or you can buy a gravity feed like uh, brian or uh, rob and i do um and we build entire decks out of this. So if you're playing tor- tournament play or tournament style, you're building a team of eight with a total of 20 dice and you're attacking your competition with those dice to knock their life down to zero. And there's cool, interesting combos that can be done with the different characters and some characters p- pair well with others. There's a great one with Batman and Robin that I like where if Batman is um, fielded, and Robin is also fielded. You can have Robin attack, and no one can block him because Batman is there leading the uh, the attack. So you can, if you have a lot of Robins, and you can have up to sometimes four characters, uh, four dice per character. Uh, you can do a lot of attacks that way, and it's really a lot of fun. And you're the nice thing is you're not limited to just those. Uh, property. So if you want the Marvels and the DCs to team together, if you want Spider-Man and Batman to team together on your team, you can do it. The mechanics work throughout all of the different releases that they've had. But for 20 bucks, it's a great game to get started with, and it's a lot of fun. Rob, what do you have as your next one? Oh, my next one, I, I really like deck building games. Yeah. Like Dice Masters, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and my favorite deck building game at this point is an, another game that we've played a yeah. couple of times. It's Marvel's Legendary. I love that game. Uh, yeah. oh, you're going to hear me say that on all the games you guys <laughs> mentioned. I love that game. No, I, I, I've put so much time into Legendary, and I'm still not remotely bored with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was finally excited to get the uh, Captain America 75th anniversary Was that expansion. at the store? Because it was not there when I got it, when I went there uh, the other day. I had special order. Oh, okay. Uh, so I picked that up on Friday. We finally gotten to play that a couple times over the weekend. Uh, and it's it's a blast. It works just like any other deck building game. You, you know, everybody starts with mm-hmm. the same stuff, and you're building your team of heroes the entire time to fight the villains and make sure whatever mastermind is trying to pull off whatever scheme mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah, we do have a legendary game coming up on our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video, uh, a couple of weeks from now, probably about a month or so from now, to check out if you've never seen it. But anybody here play Legendary? A couple of you? Yay. Oh, man, you've got to bring Legendary down because that is a fun game to play. Oh, you play Rob's game? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's a fun game to try to beat. And, and the cool thing is there are so many different villains and schemes out there now that, again, it's, it's kind of like Smash Up where you could run the same game multiple times and never have the same team, the same villain, the same scheme, any of that stuff. So many villains, so many schemes, so many masterminds, so many different heroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only get a small subsection of each of them each time. Yep. So, 
every game is different. If there is somebody out there that wants to be super nice and make Rob's day, he is super, super looking for the Fantastic Four <laughs> legendary <Yes. laughs> uh, set. If someone, hopefully Matthew, if you're listening, Matthew Bach, who's up there in uh, Nebraska, he probably has this. But the Fantastic Four expansion set was released once, and it's never been re-released again. For some reason, Marvel has something against anything having to do with the Fantastic Four at the moment. So if you go and try to find this game, it will the, the expansion, just and then there's, what, 52 cards or something in the expansion? It's a small expansion. The retail it, price is like 15 bucks. 15 bucks for the expansion, yet online it's going for anywhere from 200 to $800, depending Jeez. on where you're looking. But if someone really wanted to make Rob's day, <laughs> they could send us the... Uh, the um, a Fantastic Four expansion for Legendary. So if you do have it and you want to send it, uh, reach out to me and let me know. We'll get you hooked up. Rob's birthday is when? August. August, so you don't have that much time. <laughs> Hurry. Legendary, great game. Brian? Uh, another game that we've had a lot of fun with uh, that, despite being a licensed game, is really great standalone, even if you don't have any real knowledge of the property. It is Battlestar Galactica. Mm. What is this game about? Uh, basically, you play a crew aboard this uh, Battlestar mm-hmm. and trying to escape from the Cylons, except for some of you may or may not be Cylons. <laughs> okay. And so that's, wow. you know, betrayer mechanics always keep things interesting. And so, uh, yeah, it's basically, it's a mostly cooperative game, again, mm-hmm. holding mm-hmm. uh, besides whatever Cylons you might have in your group. Right. Uh, that yeah, it's just a lot of fun where you got to like try to overcome various obstacles, and there's like a blind bid thing where you try to contribute resources, and some people can sabotage secretly to you know, make that not happen. And <laughs> cool. What's, so. the, what's the base game start? Do you know? What's, what's the, the starting price? No clue. Okay. I, mean, it's, it's, I don't it's even know. Is it still? 60 range, probably. I mean, this is an older one. I I would have no clue if it's still still in print. print. You think so? Yeah. I would imagine. Cool. But yeah, if you you see it, I would suggest picking it up. It's a fun little mostly cooperative game that... Uh, you, mostly cooperative. Mostly cooperative. You can potentially <laughs> the you one know, throw likes. people in a brig or out in airlock. So hey, always you, fun. You randomly get dealt whoever is the Cylon. Oh, yes. really? Yes. Oh, so it's yes. like who's Hitler, the secret yeah. Hitler. And there's two such deals. So fun. even if you don't know you're a Cylon through half the game, in the second half oh, you can suddenly d- discover find out. that you're a Cylon. Yes. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> yes. That's that's what happened to me. <laughs> oh, and you loved every minute of it. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Brad, what, do you, what else do you have? All right, my, my middle game is, is also a semi-co-op, uh, but it is a semi-co-op Euro, which almost doesn't make sense. Archipelago from 2012, mm. Um, mm. which was a, a really killer awesome game. Trading that, in the Mediterranean. Yes, yeah, <laughs> trading in the Mediterranean. No, it's in the in the Bahamas, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it is, it's it's uh, about the horrors of European colonialism and exploiting <laughs> native people. Uh, so there's that downside to it. Fun. Uh, but other than that, an awesome game. Now, I will confess, though, never actually played it with other people. I have played Archipelago. So playing by, playing only with yourself. I've been playing with myself. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> because, because here we are at the university where I'm a dean, or assistant dean at least. Wow, that was nice. Thanks, bud. Um, anyway, uh, Always well, I totally, glad to totally throw you lost that my, my chain of thought there. Oh, I know what it was. Solo expansion. So the game comes with a solo mm. expansion in uh, in really, really cool solo play. Mm-hmm. Um, but multiplayer, like the real game is, uh, also looks like it'd be really cool because it has all the mechanics of a Euro, worker placement, all that business, with the added business of negotiation and betrayal, 
and a lot of player interaction, which is not mm-hmm. usually a feature of a European game. So my number two, Archipelago. Cool. My number two is a game that literally you can play in the lunch line or as soon as you're done with lunch or whatever. It takes just a few minutes to set up and play. It's Love Letter. More specifically, uh. Batman Love Letter. <laughs> um, of course. If you don't know what Love Letter is, it's basically you're trying to guess who has a, a particular card or a suit or a ranking uh, or a character in this game. And if you're wrong, you're out. And if you're right, you, uh, the other player is out, right? Mm-hmm. And within about 10 minutes, you can have a complete game played. And as you finish this game, you get these little cubes, or in the case of the Batman version, you get these little bat symbols, which are pretty awesome. And you just collect them. They have, uh, I think, more than three versions, but we've played the three versions. We've played Love Letter, we've played um, Munchkin Loot Letter, mm-hmm. and then we've played Batman Love Letter. Have you it played is, actual Love Letter? Well, I have. Maybe you guys okay. haven't. Yeah. I, no. But it is, it's literally, it's a less than $20 game. We gave away a whole bunch of them last year at Nerdtacular. It's like an $8 game. An $8 yeah. game. I think it is. I might suggest to you to check out uh, Lost Legacy. Yeah? It's a kind of a reprint of Love Letter. Like oh, okay. Each box comes with like two different Love Letter style oh, decks. Oh, neat. But neat. Yeah, they have different abilities, and so you can mix and match. Ah, uh, basically, cool. just swap out one suit for another of the same value. And Very cool. Yeah, you can uh, customize your love letter experience. Yeah, this is something abilities. that you guys can pick up here locally, and it's it's super cheap. It's super fun, mm-hmm. and you get four or five people playing it at the same time, and you can blow through that game so quick and have a lot of fun. I mean, literally, at lunchtime, you could play a game in 15 minutes. Easily. So yeah, easily. So that's that's number two on I my list. One thing to say about Love Letter in that I like basically every version of Love Letter other than the original Love Letter better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. because the f- flavor that they've managed to pull from all the mm-hmm. other ones works better with the mechanics than the mm-hmm. original one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, original Love Letter is kind of meh. I mean, it's a good game, but the 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 flavor is just not the flavor not and the mechanics weird don't really meld yeah. all that well. Whereas Although Batman Love Batman Letter, Love Letter was great, <laughs> Munchkin awesome. Loot Letter was great, Adventure Time Love Letter is actually great. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh, they have a Hobbit Love Letter. There you go. They, they've got oh, Mr. Frodo, <laughs> forty or fifty different versions of Love Letter. I mean, it, and it's such an easy one to just skin with another mm-hmm. with another theme, and just and it's like printing gold. Really, it, that's how popular I think that franchise is. We should do a Cat G love letter. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Figure that out. I mean, we actually did our own uh, Munchkin expansion set, uh, okay, the Critical Hit Munchkin expansion set that we gave away. What's that? Oh, Rob's yes. always the princess. He always loves playing the princess. <laughs> I'm the prettiest. You are. <laughs> Her name is Brick. And she is the prettiest. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what, what do you have uh, next on your list? I guess oh. we're down to our final ones, aren't we? Yeah. Wow. So okay. I've actually kind of got a tie for my number one. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, Cheater. Wow. Yes, I'm cheating. No so, surprise. So partially because one of them really doesn't fly with Munchkin Land. Uh, my favorite game is Magic yeah, the Gathering. I, that's what I figured. Like, your number one. Hands one. down, my favorite game is Magic yeah. the Gathering. I, Rob goes to tournaments. You just went to a tournament not too long ago, didn't uh, you? Pre-release weekend was last weekend. And how'd that go? Uh, I took first in the first and last flights, and I did terribly in the three flights in between. Oh, no. So what'd you uh, come out overall? Third place? No, it, it's just different. They're separate tournaments. Oh, oh, okay. Like, there was five tournaments that weekend. I did mm-hmm. all five of them. I took first in two of them. I knew that uh, when uh, we started, I guess we were coming back from Nerdtacular. This must have been the same year that um, that you introduced me to Munchkinland, which really kind of opened up me playing all these other board games. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. I had a zero 
game collection to now I have <laughs> stuff spilling all over the floor at my house. Yeah. Welcome but to the hobby. Yeah. I did not know how into Magic Rob was. I'd played Magic myself <laughs> yes. and re- played it with Rodrigo and stuff, but until uh, Rob started talking about tournaments and tournament wins and, mm-hmm. and the monies and, and uh, things that he makes off of that, I, I really became impressed with uh, how big Magic is. And I know yeah. here locally Magic is just uh, bonkers crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we're we're kind of a tiny community comparatively. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Magic's in its repeated best year ever, like seven years in a row at this point. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just constantly growing. But uh, I mean, it's it's my favorite game. It's been my favorite game for ages, and it's probably going to be my favorite game for a long time. But I knew it wasn't Munchkinland type material. Right, right. So my actual number one pick. No, that's fine. I mean, that's, that is, is a game. Whatever the next game happens to be introduced to me. <laughs> I love trying new games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's certain genres that don't always click with me right away, but just whatever the newest game is, I will eat it up. Okay. Brian, what do you have? Uh, I say uh, another one of my favorite games uh, that uh, always seems to get a lot of play in many of the groups I hang out with is Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Mm. <laughs> That is just a fun little, uh, like, and what is it? What's it about? It's a horror theme game. Yeah, you're exploring this haunted house, mm-hmm. and eventually a betrayer. That seems to be a theme in my games. That oh, a, no. a betrayer <laughs> is revealed, and uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden it becomes a many versus one situation where uh, yeah, you're trying to survive this final haunt, and yeah, and that's where real fun comes in. That you get a basically a different adventure. In just about any game, and yeah, so you got a different scenario. You got to survive. I've not, I've not played this game. I think I've seen it. I think something like that. How many? Fifty. Fifty. Wow. Yeah. So it takes you a while to play through all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's. Or you could always just choose one if you happen to get the same one, but it's all dependent upon which. Uh, thing you pull in which room, so mm, it's kind of themed okay. on basically those two items. And but a lot of times, those two items are necessary. Yes. And uh, it's, it's just a fun... So like a weird version of Clue? Nope. Okay. I, if anything, it no. seems to be kind of a proto... Uh, is definitely an inspiration on the Dungeons & Dragons adventure game oh, system. Oh, okay. All right. The Castle Ravenloft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Where you're Dragon. building the houses. I do, I do like those games, too. Man, yeah, there's so many games I could have put on my list. We could have done a top ten and... Oh, yeah. We yeah. would have not had oh. any crossover. Yeah, I knew no, what your number one was going to be, Rob. But... Wow, okay. <laughs> and now what's, I suddenly what, realize I never is, mentioned Robo Rally. Robo Rally. We'll oh my gosh, we'll, we'll that should do be. a shout out of a bunch of uh, others here in a second. But so what is what does it cost to get into uh was it cost to get into house? Oh. Man, they just reprinted it recently. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't, forty is what I paid 40? for mine. Say like forty, fifty bucks, thirty three dollars I'm seeing from the audience. Sixty now? Oh, okay. Well, uh, you yeah, know, I got mine like four years ago. Yeah. But I mean, games some of these tabletop games are getting more expensive as you have more components in them. I mean yeah. I was really surprised that the Ghostbusters game from Cryptozoic was close to a hundred dollars buying it retail. Eighty dollar MSRP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the tax, though, it was like one hundred six yeah. or something. So, yeah, um, it was it was quite up there. So, but it's worth it. I mean, it's something that when you have what you say fifty different um, scenarios, uh, scenarios yeah. that's going to keep you busy for a while. So, a yeah. buck a scenario is not not a not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Buck ten, whatever. So, <laughs> and it's you know up to six players, which is yeah, a good uh, that's size. a lot of people. Yeah. Brad, I bet you can't guess. 
but my number one is. Can you can you do that, Stephen? I'm gonna risk. guess. Not risk. risk. Oh, no. risk. Okay. Although Stephen <laughs> Stephen has called it risk before. Much I said to my it's. Chagrin. I said it's kind of feels like risk. No, it does not. It does. My favorite game is, of course, the awesome Cthulhu Wars. Wow, that is a fantastic yeah. game. And when you first introduced me to it, I was like, "What is this craziness?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, the madness has consumed me to the point where I went out and bought into the base set and the second edition, which is out on Kickstarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Okay. Yeah. 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 My, my credit card thanks me, too. My so we've, credit we've, card company. We've played Cthulhu Wars on, on the YouTube channel a couple of times. We've played Cthulhu Wars here at the Cat G sessions a couple of times. Um, and dang, what an awesome game. Uh, Sandy Peterson's uh, 2015 game. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm still I'm still painting like a fiend. So I've got a ton of gates painted up, and we're we're still going on the new uh, expansion. Yeah, I haven't stuff. even. I literally have not taken mine out of the box since the. Because uh, the, here's the problem: if I open it up, I'm going to go. Oh, look at all these figures that aren't painted as cool as Brad's. Uh, <laughs> there is uh, that issue. I have an unemployed roommate with art. Skills. I know. That's I, true. I need to talk to him. If I ever get some extra money he needs to be painting my super dungeon you guys played it with brad a couple of weeks ago right what you guys think yeah it it really is and the the cool thing is providing that brad is not the uh, king in yellow every single time or (laughs) haster every single time you can literally have a different game what is it two more times i can say it and then the biaki comes and takes me away yeah Yeah. i thought the biaki was (laughs) biaki is one of the free one of the king in yellow guys Yeah. yeah yeah All right, so my number one should come as no surprise. It's the thing that kicked, uh, started me down this crazy uh, board game uh, uh, spiral death trap hole. Yahtzee. It is Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Munchkin. And, you know, again, there are so many different flavors of Munchkin that are out there um, that you could find one to kind of meet your needs at, at any time. And there's something about it that it's, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's got a lot of punny humor in it, which I like. And then there's this thing that you can... Work to try to get to level 10 first <laughs> while stabbing your friends in the back and have a lot of fun doing it. And like I said, there's a lot of different flavors. My favorite combo, th- though, is uh, the uh, Cthulhu uh, uh, Cowboy. Uh, what is the Cowboy one? The, uh, the, the Good, the Bad, and the, the Munchkin. The Good, the Bad, and the Munchkin. <laughs> Combining those two together is fun because you get this Old West horror theme with it. Um, but I know, Cat G, you guys are trying to build up a collection or a library of, of games so that people can check them out and use them. So I'm going to donate this copy of Munchkin Legends from Steve Jackson Games to you guys tonight uh, so that you guys can play and check it out. I'm guessing everyone here has played Munchkin or not played Munchkin? Yeah. Some of you have? That's what you like to play? Never played. Okay. Never played. Well, tonight would be a good night to play it. So... Um, uh, there you go. Um, number one for me, Munchkin. What else did you have as your other number one, Rob? Because there's another one that I can throw in that nobody's mentioned yet, but go ahead. What was your other number one? My other number one was whatever the next. Oh, the other next game. Yeah. Okay. And what'd you say? Robo. Robo rally. If I had thought about it before, that'd probably be my number one slot. It's just fun. Ridiculousness. Basically you're playing robots, you know, mm-hmm. in a uh, rally race, trying to hit the flags in order. Oh, cool. And uh, the interesting thing is that you get, so many cards based on your life mm-hmm. and you have to like put them down in order to figure out your move for yeah, that yeah, turn. Yeah. yeah. And so you got five moves. And so, you know, you got people bumping you and trying to navigate treadmills and, and spin bot spins. Yes. It's actually also a Richard Garfield game. Yes. It is also a Richard it was Garfield. The game. reason Richard decided to sell magic. Yes. yes, indeed. He wanted to make money so he could uh, sell Robo his Robo rally. So uh, he sold so, magic. So, so that's, that's why he, he made, made magic, magic and sold it to, 
<laughs> okay, I can see yeah. that logic. Yeah. Speaking R- of Richard Garfield, though, another great game that I didn't hear mentioned, uh, King, King of Tokyo? Tokyo. King of Tokyo, yeah, I, I enjoy playing Speaking that game. Speaking of Yahtzee, for that matter, That's it's the, kind of a Yahtzee yes. reskin. And, uh, uh, after, I, after we taught, my son and I taught my wife to play, she actually enjoys that game, too. It's real it's, easy to play. Yeah, Anybody, you guys play King of Tokyo? They also have uh, King of New York, and yeah. there's a, is there a third one? I don't think there's a third no, one yet. Just, okay, there's a bunch of expansions. There's, there's a yeah, Halloween there's a expansion and something else. Yeah, there's expansion. a bunch of character expansions. Yeah, yeah. Um, nobody mentioned Sentinels of the Multiverse. No, I, I, I considered that, that one. Uh, that you one thought I was going to put there. it on my I, list. Twitter could be up on the list. Uh, let's see, yeah, no, Sentinels of the Multiverse is great. It's a co-op game that mm-hmm. doesn't feel too puzzly. No, it's it's uh, can be challenging, especially on the last one that we very played. Cha- oh my god, poor John. <laughs> Do you disagree with that assessment? Poor Brian? John. <laughs> poor John. Wait, have you posted that game yet? Have I don't we, uh, know if that one's gone up yet. Yeah, I don't think it's gone up yet. Yeah, poor John would not be my my assessment <laughs> oh, of that game. Now yeah. that I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> not how I would. It can be. How many, anybody here play Sentinels of the Multiverse? Again, it's another one that's a fun game. That again, infinite potential, and they just finished the Kickstarter not too long ago for the final. Uh, version of Sentinels mm-hmm. of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think most I know uh, Brian. Is it you, Brian, that has the whole thing? No, no. Oh, okay, uh, John. Oh, John has, has the whole of it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Actually, um, no. Two people with all of it. I think I'm going to be the next one that has all of it. So yeah. it's it's so much fun. I do enjoy playing that game so much. It's pretty fun. Uh, yeah, but really, all the games that we've mentioned. Brad, did you have anything else? I love Cthulhu oh, Wars. A bunch of stuff. Robinson Crusoe. Dead we didn't talk about Dead of Winter. Is Cthulhu awesome. Dice. Uh, Evolution's a new one that I've really gotten into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ticket to Ride. Uh, Tickets Ride's always a great one. Um, Carcassonne is one of my mm-hmm. favorites, but nobody will play with any. I will play with you, but uh, <laughs> I will play with you, but we're going to have to have a talk because I I still think that there's a difference between the tablet version and the real version. Maybe because I've I, seen them played differently on both fair. both versions. I, I literally have every expansion for it, yeah, which is why the, no one's willing Star to play Trek with version. me anymore. <laughs> yes. uh, too many rules. Or? Yeah, that's Catan. Oh, Catan. That's Catan. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Catan's also another classic. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what? So How we not mentioned Lords of Waterdeep. Lords of Waterdeep. Oh, I like that was another that one too. I was thinking about it. That's a fun one. A fun little worker placement yeah. game mm-hmm. with random so, elements. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. Um, why are tabletop games, and maybe they're not, why are tabletop games more fun than sitting around and playing a video game? You're interacting I, with other people. Yeah, I think it's the group engagement. Yeah, it's just getting together with friends or just. Friendly mm-hmm. acquaintances and yeah. sitting down and uh, you know chewing the fat and and it's tactile. Right, the thing yes. I can't I I you know because I'll I'll play I'll play Eldritch Horror by myself. I'll get that whole damn mm-hmm. map out there and the <laughs> thousands of and little cards and I'll I, shuffle the little cards. There is a single version you can play that single player. Yeah, you can play yeah. that solo. Yeah. Fine, yeah, yeah. And I I don't think I would play it on the computer if it existed because there's something about having that table and mm-hmm. all my little guys and all the little cards and it's and and that makes me sound suddenly really sad. So. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you need to move your risk team around from one country to another. Uh, I understand. Huh? Yeah. What are what are some of your favorite games? Red Dragon Inn. What's that? Clue. Coo. Oh, what Coo. is that? Coo. Coo. You don't know. Coo. Coo. I don't know that. Coo. No, Coo I don't know awesome. that one. Yeah. Coo is a fantastic game about killing everybody else. Mm. <laughs> uh, you're dealt two rolls randomly. Mm-hmm. Nobody else knows what they are. They have certain actions that you can do, but you can actually do any action in the game. And it's all about bluffing and getting enough advantage to kill off all your Oh, opponents. cool. Interesting. What else? Uh, Red Dragon Inn. Yeah. Red Dragon Inn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
That's a card game, right? That's a card game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that. I haven't picked it up. It's, it's, it's a card fun. game similar in style of card game to something like Sentinels, where each player has their own specific oh, right. unique mm-hmm. character, and mm-hmm. yeah. you have a unique character with unique mechanics, and you're trying to be the last one sober, mm-hmm. sober and with money in the uh, tavern after Please. an adventure because you're, or yeah. Or not passed out, yeah. <laughs> I guess You're sober awake is not and not broke. Yeah. Awake like, and not broke. It sounds Conscious. Like, and, sounds yeah. like my Friday nights. Like like between between issues of Rat Queens. Kind yes, of. basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Exactly. Anything else that you guys love playing? Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror, okay. Arkham Horror is a good one. Caverna. Caverna. Caverna is good. Great. Yeah. Caverna is I have huge. not played that yet. Like, a nice, uh, a nice euro. That one, yeah. Yeah, the uh, Caverna was mentioned at Nerdtacular last year. Oh, right, during our yeah, board it's game the one now. about dwarf farmers. Oh, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> the all right. Guy who's yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, was um, just all over about the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. hour we were there. Yeah, no, he really gives a kick out of that. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I still need to give me a copy of Saboteur. That's fun. And and real yeah. oh, um, was good. just real quick, you know, we did the uh, uh, what what's coming up, what games we're excited about coming up. Marvel Munchkin is coming out this week, I believe. The thirteenth is the release date on that. I I have not seen it. I mean, I've seen the cards. I don't think it's as punny in in its uh, gameplay. But basically, it's using the mechanics that USAopoly is putting it out. It's got the same kind of mechanics as um, the uh, Adventure Time. A game yeah, where you take on a, a character. Well, basically, you're a shield agent, oh, but then right. you power up, and so let's Weird. say you want to power up with the Iron Man armor. Well, a level one has the first version Iron Man Mark One armor, <laughs> and then let's as see. you as you power up, it'll have the different versions of the armor on that. That's set up to come out this week, I believe, is when uh, my Amazon list said it'd be released on the 13th. Yeah, so it's supposed to come out then. Cannot wait for that game to get here. And I've been so talking nice. about it on and off for a while that I wanted to mention it was One Deck Dungeon, which hmm. is one that I've almost I seemed like for a year. I've been, you guys know anything about this One Deck no. Dungeon thing? Mm-mm. Finally found out uh, this weekend that it's a game that they are finally getting ready to kickstart in May. Uh, but it's, um, what do they call them, a rogue? Roguelike. A roguelike game huh. where it's one or two people just try to run through this dungeon and it's a card shuffling game to see how long you can survive. And uh, the developer was on Twitch playing it, and I popped up on my on my feed, and I was like, "Okay, finally, I'm going to get some information about this," <laughs> because it's not on the company's website or anything. But they'll have a Kickstarter for that in May. Really looking forward to that game. Now, will they have potions with random effects like in a rogue? They do have. Um, he, I only got to see him play one of the characters, which was a um, uh, archer. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they do have uh, health and some. Sp- Bells and potions that you can throw out at the monsters. Mm-hmm. It looks really interesting, and they're they're finalizing it right now. But uh, looks really really good. All right, anything else this week, guys? No. Yeah. Nope. All right. Want to thank Cat G for having us here at uh, at Fort Hayes State University, and we're looking forward to uh, seeing more people get involved with Cat G in the future. Um, so look them up at your university. I'm sure you can find them. And uh, also, once again, thank you to Loot Crate for sponsoring this episode of Munchkin Land. Be sure to head over to LootCrate.com slash Munchkin. Enter the code Munchkin. Save $3 off on a new subscription. And until next time, remember, it's not cheating if you don't get caught. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast. 
podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.